Sanders Snitker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Husband. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, Status Community Outreach Liaison of the Building Materials Projectile Safety Logistics Committee of the Western Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you doing, sir? I am an angry white man. Are you really? I, well, and, and an angry black man. You, oh, yeah, because you're both. And uh, I'm pretty sure that at this point, I'm a uh, triggered non-binary person of color as well. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm a, you check a lot I, of boxes there. I am friend. Michael fucking Douglas and falling down today. Whoa. Yeah. Minus the short shirt. Well, I guess you do have a short shirt, but not the... I never like wearing those shirts, by the way. What? Like, I, I, I refuse short sleeve to wear a short sleeve collared shirt. That's pretty much my, down shirt. my my daily uh, go-to now. Yeah. What do you mean? That's I, I wear it pretty much daily. That's like my uniform. Oh, is it really? Short sleeve. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, middle-aged white guy. What, what the fuck? I refuse to it wear It has to have a pocket so I can put my pins in it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm a fucking middle-aged tech you're so guy. Fucking, you're so fucking pasty. Oh, uh, totally. Totally. Yeah. Definitely so. pasty. That takes some That takes some soul points away from me, by the way. Some soul points? Well, yeah, but you have some to spare. Oh, I, I lost. You have some to, well, you have some to spare because of the beard. The beard itself adds 20 oh, soul points. Oh, yeah. I, I see what you're saying. In that regard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. You're even it out but, a little bit. I tell you that man, you're I'll, not that you're zero fucks given attitude. Yeah, well, that's that's because you definitely have a zero fucks given attitude. That's yeah, that's welcome to my world here. <laughs> enough to enough to enough to make you a lovable a hole. Yeah, I guess I guess because you're a lovable a hole. I mean, you're an a hole, but you're a lovable one. I don't think I'm that lovable these days. You know what? I, you I'm don't going for less and less lovable. Yeah, all the but time. you know what though? It's yeah. it's it's the it's the journey of trying to not be lovable that yeah. actually makes you more lovable. <sighs> I'm fucking up in both directions. Though. You are, aren't you? Yeah, you I t- are. totally. It's just like blowing up in my face. And yeah, well, you remember when you used to go? Out <laughs> the whole us- concept is is to to get people to just leave me the fuck alone, and that's just not happening. Well, I mean, you are doing a podcast with me. So. Yeah, I know. And people know actually, it's, I, I'm not considering this a podcast anymore. This is therapy. It, it, it can be. The, the, Last week's show was definitely therapy. Oh yeah, this week's going to be that too. I, I got that feeling. It, 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 this has become more like a uh, audio diary. Dear diary. <laughs> you know yeah, saying? but it's a funny one though. It's like a fucking journal. It's it's humorous though. People like it. Yeah. I find out more pe- more and more people that listen to the show, like independent of me telling them. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It happened so today. Somebody that works with me yeah. told me that she has a friend that knew of the podcast that listens to the podcast. Wow. Wow. And he loves it. He says he says so, we're very so funny. So that's like a three degrees of Kevin Bacon right there. A little bit, yeah. Nice. Which I was nice. very happy. To, I was very happy that, that, that was going yeah, on. you know, that's growing organically. Uh, well, and I'm telling, I'm actually telling people I, that I that work with me to listen to the show, which I probably shouldn't do, but I do it anyway. Though. Yeah, I, well, I, I told them about last week. I show. don't tell anyone about this show that I know anymore because chances are I'm going to say shit about John. <laughs> <laughs> people I know, but yeah, I, I, I tell you, brother, I've all those those anger techniques that you were talking about you being angry last week yeah. and i t- told you about all the techniques i haven't used a goddamn one of them oh really oh, a- almost sucks. intentionally yeah so well, you know what i got mad the other day over something that <laughs> happened and i had to but i luckily was it worked out well i am so pissed off i'm like i'm itching to get in an actual fight you know yeah i keep Until looking you start throwing blows and you realize that you're going to be out of wind in like three seconds well that's what i say i'm looking to get in a fight with uh, someone of uh relative uh, comparable age and physical condition <laughs> you know so, so like, basically i'm picking out old men and being like hey man give them a stink eye see if i can you know, see, get if them to throw. Wanna, see if they want to do something <laughs> right? huh? you feeling froggy <laughs> wouldn't you be embarrassed if the guy beat your ass though uh you know either way it'd probably be good yeah either way yeah, I, 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 right nobody's yeah. above an ass whooping all right yeah t- uh, give an ass whooping take an ass whooping it'd probably either way it'd be yeah good. but uh yeah it's so bad yesterday uh, you know, because I'm, I'm dealing with the mother-in-law situation and dealing with losing my office and, you know, getting uh, relegated to a little back corner of my house, which I, you know, have to shelter. Which isn't even that well air-conditioned. It isn't well air-conditioned. It's not soundproof. And so it's just like it's horrible. But yesterday, uh, on top of things, uh, my mom and uh, her husband were over came over yesterday afternoon. 
uh, you know, because this was the first time that she's basically been any socializing since COVID. Damn. And of course, the conversation is how horrible the pandemic was. And I'm in a shit mood to begin with. And I don't I don't want to deal with any of this. And we're all, you know, hanging out over the kitchen counter and all that. And uh, so at some point, I, I, you know, I said something and uh, my mother-in-law goes, well, my brother died of COVID. I said, Pat, your brother died of cancer. And he was 86 and had terminal cancer. He didn't die of COVID. And, you know, to everyone's eyes go, <laughs> wide, you know, and then my mom goes, uh, well, well, you tell that to the 500,000, the families of the 500,000 people. I said, get me a list. I'll call every motherfucking one of them. <laughs> And, and and they sent me to my room. <laughs> I, got, I got sent to my room without supper. Yeah, no, they they still let me come back out and eat. But oh, but yeah, I just said you know, it, I, I, yeah, it's it's bad out there. Here's the thing, I don't, <laughs> or it's bad in here, I should yeah, say. Yeah. But I don't understand how when if you take a discerning look at all the evidence that's going on right now, that you realize. How badly you got scammed as a as oh, a planet. I know. I know. And, and people just don't want to admit I mean, don't get me wrong. Look, it's a real thing. Right. It really did happen. People did die, but people did die. most of whom were extremely old and already dying. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're gonna be mad at somebody, you should be mad at Dr. Fauci. Right. Because yeah. he's the one that freaking funded the research to have I know. happen. I know. But uh, That's know. the other thing. Like hold on, I don't want to get into that subject just yet, but Okay, we'll we'll table that for now. Table motion yeah. motion to table. Uh seconded. All in favor? Aye. All opposed? Motion there you passes. Go. Motion passes. All right. <laughs> this show will now be governed by Robert's Rules of Order. <laughs> On some days, we probably should. Maybe. Probably move, probably move us a little better. All right. All right. So let me welcome back, though, before we go any further. Let okay. me welcome back Peter Richter to the curbside switcheroo level. Peter's hey, back. Peter. And he's going to get a coin. Good to have you, man. No, I got to get him a coin, so. Um, so welcome, Peter. And if you'd like to be uh, one of our Patreons, patreon.com slash unattended baggage. That's patreon.com slash unattended baggage. Yep. You get a whole lot of free swag and you get a, a second hour of, of this fine content. Yes. And I, I say fine at this point, almost sarcastically. <laughs> Hold on. He put the quotes. Yeah, up. it's air quotes. It's air fine. Quotes. <laughs> it's fine. Fine like your wife says it's fine. Right. When fine. it ain't fucking fine it's at all. It's fine. <laughs> That's the scariest thing you've ever seen, by the way. Yeah, I, I, I just, I run away. When, when I hear fine, I just leave because like, oh, you're, you're in a no win. Yeah, you, know? you don't even know. What I, like sometimes it happens. I don't even know what I did. Yeah. And, the, and part of the problem is you, you're somehow in, in your spouse's mind, you're supposed to know what you did wrong. Oh, yeah. You're supposed to know why fine doesn't mean fine. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a no win. Yeah. yeah. You, you just avoid that one. Well, speaking of no win situations. Yeah. Um, I went to the LP convention this past weekend after the show. So after the show, I told everybody I was going to go over to the convention. Right. And I went there. Right. Hang on a second. I've, I have to interject here because. I have no idea what happened at the convention. Um, however, I know that Alex is dying to talk about it because he's called me five times, at least five times this week, uh, wanting to tell me about it. And I'm like, dude, save it for the show. That's save true. it for the show because if we talk about it now, it won't be fresh on the show and it won't be good. Yeah. Uh, so, but the fact that you called me, so let me just tell you the one, one thing. I'm like, no, don't tell me now. <laughs> yeah. So I am very much looking forward to hearing the full debriefing, the full after action report. Tell us about the LPF convention. All right. So, and for, for those of you who don't know, uh, let's just back up because we do have there's new a little listeners. history there. Yeah, uh, the the LPF convention is the Libertarian Party of Florida, uh, which is an organization that both Alex and I were very involved with for many years. Adrian uh, was the chair of the state I was party. the chair on two different occasions. Alex was the vice chair and served in, in many many capacities there. Yes, and we both ran for office. I for governor, you for U.S. Senate under the Libertarian Party of Florida. So we've got a very rich, and we also <laughs> we both resigned under really bad circumstances. Well, no, I finished my term. Oh, you did finish your term? Okay, yeah. yeah I was done. I you mean, finished your term, but I then left under, I sent left an angry publicly. letter. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I wrote a strongly <laughs> worded letter yeah. to the and, media. <laughs> yeah, and I resigned, and I also uh, explained uh, you know, why I resigned, and that blew up in another... That actually made international media, but that's a story for another time. Yeah. Um, anyway, so go ahead. So I go there first off, and I don't know what to expect. I don't know who's going to be there or what's going on. And... The other thing is this, the last time I was there, and I kind of forgot about this, is I weighed probably 50 or 60 pounds more than I weigh right now. That's true. Yeah. You are considerably less fat than you used to be. Yeah. Far less fat than I am. Far less fat. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so people initially didn't recognize me and it's not like they made an announcement. You wait know a second. Wait a second. It's not like you're unrecognizable. Well, yeah, but here's the thing though. I think when you're, when you're in the, when you're in those situations, Out of sometimes you're just not looking for it. Right. right exactly. So, and I haven't been there for years, so they didn't, and they, and you know, some of them don't pay attention, so. Right. 
Now, so I get there and, you know, I go, hey, can I get my badge? And they're like, well, what's your name? You know, and, and it was after all the voting was already over with, by the way. So I'm going to become a delegate after all the voting for any Oh, when did you show up? You, yeah. Well, I mean, I showed up at like two something, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I go up there. So all the elections were already held. All the elections were already held. Which, who's, the, who's the chair, by the way? Steve Nicola. Oh, he, he, okay. He, he, he got reelected. Basically. All right. But nobody ran against him either, though. Oh, so he's unopposed? Yeah, he was unopposed. Oh. Which is a good sign, actually, yeah, because if he's on yeah. if he's running on that means there's not really any conflict it, it, within the party. He's doing a good enough job to where nobody thinks they can do a better job, right? Or nobody wants to do the job. One of the two. Yeah. So I get there, and you know they got a table, and so they, you know, like, can I get my badge? And they go, well, "What's your name?" And I go, "Alex, Alex Snicker." And then the woman stops. Oh, you're Alex Snicker. <laughs> I saw your name on the list. Ego but, just went. Oh, yeah. It, it inflated a little bit. Oh, there's a lot yeah. of ego inflation going to happen this one. There's a lot of ego inflating happening. Well, you know what? In a weird way, there's ego inflating happening. Right. But I'll, I'll get to that, though. So I grab my shit, and then I start seeing people. Like, Spike was there. Literally, Spike Cohen was there, which I love Spike, by the way. I got to tell you, I love Spike Cohen, and I love what he's doing right now. He's the guy that ran as VP in the last election. Right. For literally, literally, Spike Cohen. Literally, Spike Cohen. Yeah. And I got to tell you. Which is, he went, he, he goes by literally Spike Cohen. He, he doesn't do it as much anymore now. Yeah. I think he's kind of lost a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah, little, okay. Little, yeah. a, so I, I think from now on, then he has to be figuratively. It's still an inside kind of joke, though, where every once in a while, like in the crowd, if somebody's mentioned Spike's name, somebody's like, literally. Right. You know, <laughs> right. Like they'll say it. And it's kind of funny. Like, But only like half the crowd laughs, though, because right. I think the other half doesn't understand. Doesn't get what, it. Yeah. yeah. So I saw Spike, talked to Spike for a couple minutes, and then. Like I started going around and then I would see people and then like Ken Willie. <laughs> right. So I saw Ken Willie, but I'm sitting down. So I go, I walk in, grab my stuff and I just sit in the back. Like I'm not, not trying to make, a, I'm not trying to make an announcement, but don't go wrong. I got a tremendous ego, but at the same time, I'm just sitting there just kind of listening to what's going on. Right. Even though you wanted to stand on the, the, you know, uh, table and say, I'm Alex fucking snicker bitches. <laughs> I mean, I would have liked to have done that. Yeah, I, I would have liked to have done I, that. I, I, I thought better of it, though, that. and I didn't do it. Probably a good idea. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. And so I I, I go in there and I walk by and I say, hey, you know, I say, hey, what's up to Ken? And Ken just gives me this dirty look and keeps walking. Really? Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck him. And then sat down and I watched him. He, he sat down, thought about it for a second. And then walked the fuck back up and was like, oh, hey, Alex, how you doing? <laughs> so, like, even Ken Willie, who's got a glorious-looking beard, by the way. He's doing very oh, good does with he? his beard. Oh, yeah, Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, I talked to Ken Willie, and I talked to a lot of different people. But I'd say 60% of that crew, 60% of that crowd I didn't know. Didn't know That's a good sign. any of them. Yeah. And here's the thing, and this is the part I was kind of wanting to tell you about is. It was a cool room. What yeah. I mean by that is, is that you know, like you normally go to these conventions and you have the party wonks that go there, right. and the party wonks kind of ruled a roost on it. Right. It wasn't like that. It was like all young people with good beards and a, a, a wide range of of ethnicities. <laughs> good beards. <laughs> is that like a libertarian now? Uh, you know, I feel like it is, man, because they all had good fucking beards. Like some people <laughs> had really good. Some people's beards weren't as good, but some people right. had some good beards. Though there were some fucking fine ass beards going on. In this Even the women, place. huh? No, I don't. I didn't see any beards on the women. Hot chicks? How were the, uh, any hot chicks? Um, there was definitely very good-looking women that were there. Too. Wow, that's a shocker. Oh no, it was. And here's the thing: there was a lot more as a percentage of women there than I've seen ever at a libertarian convention. Right. And the so it wasn't quite the sausage fest it normally is. No, not at all. Wow. Not at all. Shocker. I mean, don't get me wrong. Look, it's still going to be a lot more men than women. Right. But I was thinking it was probably maybe in the seventy thirty range, maybe sixty forty. Oh wow! So that that's pretty significant. Yeah. I mean, there was, and there were some people there that have been there for a long time. Like Carl Dickey was there. He said hi, by the way. He said hi, say hi to you. Hey, Carl. Um, um, Hugh, uh, Hugh Jack or Wayne Jackman was there. Uh, I'm, I'm going to miss some names, but um, Omar was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Suzanne Gilmore was there, who didn't recognize me at first, and I think grunted at me. And then when she realized who I was, then she, <laughs> then she said something nice to That's me. That's funny that, you know, here you are waving and, you know, at people, and, and their initial reaction is uh, <laughs> grunting or dirty looks. I mean, I tried to say something to her. She was talking to somebody else, and then, and then kept going. Because I, I was actually being very complimentary. Because the thing, I, look, when I walk into these conventions, right. my first thought is, what are they doing wrong? How would me being in charge make it better? Right. Right. I walked around the entire convention the whole time. My thought was, wow, these guys are doing a great job. Right. I wouldn't do anything different. Like, I, it, really, it was literally like that. Like, it was one of these things where I'm like, 
things are running smoothly. There's not really a whole lot of arguing going on. Everybody's just having a good time. You know, it's fun. Right. I go out to the smoking section, you know, have a cigar. And people were literally rolling J's right there in the fucking smoking area. Nice. But just, I mean, just pull the shit out. Fucking motherfuckers packing them up. Like use the cones. That's like how with, it ought to be. Yeah. With packing the cones and stuff. And I'm thinking, I'm like, well, we're at a hotel. How are they just doing this just to do this? But they totally did it. It was a great time. And That's, it was, it's Florida, man. Weed's everywhere now. It was yeah. good stuff. Like, yeah. it was some fuck. Like, wow. This, you know. Like, thank God I'm not in charge of nothing. Yeah. I don't want to be in charge of nothing. They probably all had medicinal cards or something. And yeah. Probably. I yeah. mean, nobody whipped out their card, but you know. Oh, well, yeah. So I walk around. It's a cool group of people. They're having a good time. And there wasn't like, oh, Joe Tay was there too. Yeah. And it was funny. Like other people would introduce me to other people. Right. And when they would say, oh, Alex and this and this, like. You know how sometimes, like, as time goes on, the stories get a little exaggerated? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's what the fuck was going on. <laughs> okay. Is that these people that were saying nice things to me or saying nice things about me, like, I didn't want to correct them because, like, I, it just would be rude to correct right, them at yeah. that point. But I'm not that fucking cool. Like, I'm not, I'm definitely not that fucking cool. <laughs> like, what like, were some of the stories? Just, oh, you know, he's one of the godfathers of the LP and this and that. Like, you know, like, like he's, it, we, we were, you know, like he made the party grow and this and this. And, you know, just uh, we, we kind of go into it a little bit. You can't really argue with that. Well, with some of it, you can't. But you know what, though? I, and at the time, I was like, well, I'm not responsible for any of these motherfuckers in his room right now. Right. Like, I'm not responsible for those people. Yeah. Lo and behold, maybe a little bit more responsible for those people as I thought. Actually, you probably were more responsible for those people than I was, even though I was involved in your campaign. So I can say I have indirect, right? Indirect, because you wouldn't be nearly as cool when you ran for office. It wasn't for me. Like I, I you could thank. You're welcome, by the way. Uh, no, I would still be as cool, but uh, definitely, uh, I don't think that it would have. The campaign wouldn't have run as smoothly or gotten as Aww. much attention. No, I mean, seriously. Thank I mean, you. yeah, you, you and Danielle were instrumental in that campaign. I mean, it was, uh, you know, it it, it would have been, you know. A typical libertarian campaign without you guys. Yeah. So. All right. So what happened was is that people, you know how you know how when you go to these conventions, a lot of times they ask is, well, how did you get involved? Right. And so a lot of them was, well, I started getting involved because of Adrian's campaign. Right. And I'm sitting here just thinking, I'm like, now these people have no idea you do a podcast. Right. I didn't even tell them. Right. I didn't even tell them. <laughs> and I would, I didn't even tell them who I was. I, with one person, I was like, oh yeah, I was involved in that campaign. Right. So. But I would walk. Which is a dramatic understatement. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was just funny, though. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Like, I wasn't, uh, like, I saw Jean-Luc as well. He was there. Yeah. Um, so I'm just, you know, little names of people are, are and Steve Nicole, I talked to him for a little bit. Steve's doing a great job, by the way. I got to yeah. give him credit. He's doing a great well, job. Well, it sounds like it. They're pulling off a great convention. No, no they pulled yeah. off a great convention. And the other thing they were doing, by the way, is that during breaks and stuff, not breaks, but like during, when you know how sometimes you got to go count the vote, you got the audience just sitting there for a little while. They were throwing up bottles of whiskey for um, uh, for uh, for fundraisers. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, they were like bidding on whiskeys and stuff like that. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, well, it's, it's which was funny because one person <laughs> they had a couple that did the bidding stuff, right? And it was just the stuff they were saying in the middle of it was just the Marcos Morero. Well, it was just the funniest shit. Like he was fucking classic up there just you know 15 15 15 15 this model's literally worth three thousand dollars and i get 25 dollars when i get 25 25 25 like, that's funny it was just, i was cracking up like i'm a, like i'm just in the audience just cracking up laughing it was just the funniest yeah. shit yeah so you know that was going on um laura was there laura from uh, pinellas county and Mar- Mar- marcia from pinellas county was there mm-hmm. too um so i'm just thinking them names at the same time yeah they did a moment of cheering for charles so Oh yeah, but they fit. They didn't do a moment of cheering because they're cheering that he's dead. They did a moment of cheering as is like a celebration a of yeah, yeah a right. Instead of a moment of silence, yeah, which I thought was nice because that means the people that don't like him that were cheering that he was dead won't get called out. You know? Right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I wasn't cheering that Charles was dead. I don't. I don't wish ill will. No, on no. Charles, but you know. But yeah, I, I've still got some uh, knife marks in my back, back from Charles. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the thing too. So a lot of the people that were the problem, and that's the one thing I wanted to bring up. A lot of the people that were the problem are dead. Yeah. <laughs> or they're they're well, not dead yeah, anymore or they're dead. Yeah. All the Augustus stuff is so long gone now that most people don't even don't know. Don't even know the Don't even story. know about it. That's don't even great. know it. Yeah. Which was, I mean, again, I would... I would limit what I would say. Just because, yeah. Because I'm like, you don't well, want You don't want to poison the... the you know, poison the well. Yeah. So... And see, to, that's why I'm so glad that I didn't go. 
you know yeah uh because i, I tell you what if, if uh <laughs> if i had showed up there and they'd seen and heard me <laughs> I, I i would have probably disillusioned all those uh you know people who were there because of my campaign yeah you know? yeah because, I'm like, yeah because I, I, I would i would honestly be like what what the fuck are you people doing here you know, I, I, you should have never fucking listened to me. I was totally fucking wrong. Go home. Go. It's a lost fucking cause. Government can exist, and you should go throw Molotov cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> so it's probably good that I wasn't there. Here's the thing, and this is the one part I wanted to bring up about that because I knew you were going to say that. Right. I have no. It's not like I went there and be like, "Well, maybe we can fix it." I, Right, I got no illusions on that part. I was wondering why you went to begin with, because I was just like, dude, why, why are you even bothering? You know, I, so, and I, it sounds to me like you just kind of wanted to see where it was at. You didn't really interject anything or anything like that. You know, I interjected a little bit here and there, and I gave my opinion on the matter on certain things of right. how you, but not the negative opinion, but more of like a how-to kind of opinion. Right, but. What so I you went like, there and told them what to do, essentially. Well, I didn't tell them what to do. I did, that, you know, it was just in conversation. People were like, well, we need to do this, and I'm like, well, you know, you really got to worry about this, right? Um, but what I what 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 I liked though, and what I found to be um, re-energizing to my soul was that it was a lot of cool people that just for the association factor was cool to hang out with, right? Like it was just kind of fun to see what was going on. Like there was a lot of times where I'd be sitting in the smoking section. I wouldn't say a word for like 20 minutes and just listen to what, and not because I was high, right? but I would just sit there and listen to what <laughs> but people that probably were saying. Helped. It, I, well, it didn't hurt. Yeah. It didn't hurt at all. But I would just sit there and kind of listen to what people were talking about. Right. And it was just, it was cool conversations about how like they're growing their own food or, you know, they're doing this for self-sufficiency. They're, 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 they're living it right. more than they're talking about it if you know what i mean yeah yeah you know what i mean um so like it was really it was really a cool time and um oh matt wright was there by the way yeah i love matt Wright. yeah he's a good guy like i'm not gay but if i was gay i would i'd spoon matt (laughs) i would definitely spoon him you should let him know i have no i told him oh that's good why i I told him he had a picture that came up and well because jack was there you don't remember jack but um jack's with foe he's the he came and took pictures that one day in the studio yeah you don't fucking remember when why do I even bother fucking telling you? Um, so he was taking pictures, and he's a really good picture taker. Like he really does. Take uh, the the word is photographer. Long. A photographer. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> picture taker. Yeah. Look at the mommy. Look at the picture taker. <laughs> so he took a picture of Matt, and I was like, "Wow, it was really good." And Matt's right. got a girlfriend too, who's super nice. Like it was right. like, and it was nice to meet some people that I've never met before. Like I have actually met Martha Bueno from uh, Miami. Hmm. She's a libertarian down there, running for county or city council or something like that. Right. Um, but I met her. She was cool, super cool. And like these are some of the younger people that, that know what to do online that are right. promoting things online and they do a very good job. And I kept saying it like I like your content, this and that. I think some of them thought I was kidding around, but I like I was, you know. Like right. I was actually I went there and felt very fanboy's not the right word, but right. like it was just I felt really good about it. Like right. I, there was no there was very little drama. If the, I mean, don't get wrong. Look, whenever you're doing a convention and you're doing the orders and minutes and people are doing things, you're going to have some arguments that take place, right? Right. But there was nothing that was really bad. It was just, but there were some things that happened. But it, again, nothing even to mention. Right. But it was just a good, and the, the energy there was so positive, but it wasn't even positive of like, we're going to, you know, like we're going to win elections. It was positive of like, we're just going to, we're going to be free. Like we're going to be free. Right. And so that was really cool, by the way. And they put it in a good spot. They put it in Lakeland, which it was, a you know, you get good bang for your buck in Lakeland for a convention and everybody's got to drive a little bit then to go to Lakeland. Right. So it was really cool to see. And I was just, you know, overall was very, very happy to see it and you know just again there's nothing i'm not trying to i'm not trying to do anything crazy i'm just happy that it was a good time yeah yeah kind of like uh you know going back to your hometown and seeing the tree you planted you know what i'm saying yeah yeah well and a lot of people were saying that but i didn't feel but here's the thing though i didn't feel that kind of I didn't feel personally that kind of nostalgia really though like i didn't really feel like well i'm the one that built this i don't feel that way now well it, I feel as if like, hey, you know what, man, they've gone, they've, they've taken, here's the thing for all the good I did, there was bad I did. 
Right. So I would say it, it kind of evened out. But these people have come in now and I think have done a really good job. Well, and people get mad at this Mises Caucus group of people. That, a lot of people are from the Mises Caucus, which right. is like a bunch of people that were Ron Paul supporters that are now going into the LP. And, and they're not even trying to be shy about it. They want to win elected positions and they right. want to they want to they want to move the direction of the party into one that would win. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, isn't that the purpose of a political party? Well, you'd think so. Yeah. But that's the, but that was one of the more. That, that seems like a pretty old argument, actually. Is that argument still going on? What the purpose of a political party? Yeah, it wasn't going on in that room. I've seen it online. Like now that I went to the convention this last week, I kind of looked online and stuff. Right, and there's still some of the same characters that used to like that were divisive. Right, are out still being divisive. They're just being divisive online. They didn't show up to the convention. They're just being divisive online. Right, and I, I, I it's almost like I feel a little bit not ashamed, but I'm like, here's the thing. Just let these people do what they're going to do. Like, just you're not you're, you're not obviously not showing up. Right. They're bringing people in. And you know what? They're bringing a lot of good people in. So why don't you just shut the fuck up and let them do what they're going to do? Right. But they, they're they not doing that. But at any rate, it was a lot of fun. I had a, lot of, had a good time. I'm definitely going to make it to their convention every year from now on. Like, I'm definitely going to Are go. you really? Huh. Yeah, I'm going to go every year. Yeah. If for any other reason than, like, what we do provide, what I can provide is good institutional knowledge. So if I choose to talk about the good stories and good things that have happened and stuff like that, you can provide some good institutional knowledge. Right. And so, like, I'll do that part. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I can do that. But I, but at the same time, I don't need to run the show. I don't need to do anything. And that was nice to, like, that was one of the fears of, like, well, I'm going to go there and I'll just take, I won't be happy and I'll take over. Well, no, nah, didn't have to worry about that. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Cause I, I want no position whatsoever. <clears throat> I thought there was a chance of, of that happening. You know, you were going to come back from there saying, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm the new, uh, you know, chairman of the party or something. I'm the new Region 8, Region Rep. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly thought something like that was going to happen. No. Yeah. No, I wasn't even one of the alternates. Oh, that's good. That's good. Even though when we did the region thing, people were kind of just standing around. Right. So I had to go, okay, who's running for chair or who's running for Region Rep? Right. You are? Okay. Who else is running? You? Okay. You say something for a minute. You say something for a minute. All right. <laughs> who wants to vote for this guy? Right. <laughs> All right. Who wants to vote for this guy? Okay. You're the Region Rep. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You're so the I alternate. Do, I had to do that a little bit. So yeah. I had to do that a little bit. So. Well, yeah. So which is, you know, it is what it is. But again, even that contingency of people like the uh like the Ryan Ramseys, they weren't there either. Right. So it was nice. No, they're are, are they flushed out all the Nazis? It seems like it. Yeah. It seems like that they're all it seems like they're all gone. Good. And maybe it was because they did their job and they destroyed it and so they moved the fuck on. I don't know. I, no. I don't know the answer. And I didn't ask either because I was happy with well, most I, of the people I, that were I think there. probably most of them just moved on to Trump and that was, uh, you know. Yeah. That's probably. probably what happened. They all got on the Trump train, you yeah. know, and it's good riddance to you, you know. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, all aboard, man. Yeah. Um, so well, anyway, that, good after action report. Yeah. That's yeah. about it, though. So, I, I yeah, I just, uh, I, I'm, it, it's funny because I'm of two minds when you tell me that because again it's you know part of me is like a, a little bit of a you know little bit of a proud papa but the other part is just like <laughs> people are just wasting your fucking time you know I know <laughs> it's like a, a, a very you know a mixed sort of thing I would have liked to have taken you there but you would have had to have gotten really high before you went I, and I would have totally ha- had to go uh, incognito, some way that nobody would recognize me, like under an assumed name or something, you know, because it, it, uh, if, I, if people were like coming up to me saying, you know, I got involved in the party because of you and your campaign and you inspired me, and I'd be like, you should never meet your fucking heroes then. <laughs> <You know? laughs> because that's the part that I'm happy that you weren't there. Exactly, exactly. You know why? Because that's the one difference between me and you. That huh. is a huge difference between me and you. Yeah is that I feel a level of responsibility that I will curtail some of my negative opinions right. because of that. I'm totally incapable of that at this point in my life. Well, I think part of you looks forward to like you're a balloon buster. You're a, you're uh, a balloon. You're a, I, I am. Yeah, I am kind of a contrarian. Yeah, I, just by nature. More so now. Yeah, much more so now. Uh, but I, I don't think it's it's coming from a... I don't think I do it just to do it. I, I think it's just that's, you know. I don't think it's not coming from a bad place. Right. It's just coming from a no fucks given place. Because yeah. Because you really have no fucks given. Yeah, zero. Pretty much across the board. Yeah, yeah. across the board. Yeah. And you live your life with no fucks given. Yeah. So good for you. Yeah. Which I don't mind. It's it's one of your more lovable qualities, even though you don't understand why it is. It, it just, it's the same reason that people liked you when you used to yell at them and tell them how fucked up they were when you would give speeches. <laughs> yeah, that, I never understood that. <laughs> And it's like, I always thought, do you think I'm talking about someone else? 
You know, you know, I mean, I think I even said that in a couple speeches. I'm not talking about somebody out there. I'm talking about you, like pointing at people in the audience. They're like, yes, yes, you are. Hooray. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, you should be pissed right now. It's how you know authoritarian psychopaths make it into office because I, I they people just like the abuse. <laughs> right. Fucking sociopaths. <laughs> All right. Enough trip down memory lane. What's in the news? All right. So we're, uh, we're boring people who aren't, you know, insiders, aren't party hacks, you know? Yeah. All right. So. So we have a couple different areas to go through first. So we can start with COVID. Do you want to start with COVID? Uh, all right. I don't uh, think you do. Oh, you do? Uh, yeah. Okay. It, you know, I'm, I'm just going to bitch about everything. So Okay. You know. Well, the thing about COVID is, so this week in the news, there was a video that has surfaced from 2019. Okay. That shows live fucking bats at the Wuhan lab. <laughs> I did not see that. That is funny. So Sky News in Australia got got a hold of this, right? And have put out and put the video out, right? And the thing is this, and this is the part. It's almost like, okay, do you remember when you talked to the guy in Pinellas County that was in charge of all the uh, the, 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 the like the cameras and stuff like that that they were putting in? And the, oh yeah, yeah, the, the traffic cams, yeah, yeah. 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 And how he was so proud of it until right. he realized the wrong he was talking to the wrong person. Yeah, about until that. he realized the angle that I was taking on the story. Yeah. yeah. When they were telling these stories in 2019 or in 2018 or in 2017, right. that's what they were doing. Right. These are reports. Like, and that's the thing. If you go back and look at what Fauci said and what other people have said. Right. All fucking lying. They all loved gain of function research. They all thought this was the right thing to do. Right. They said it was they were willing to take the risks. But they also realized, and this is why I think the lab leak thing is totally true. They were so adamant against it right from the beginning right. that they knew they were funding something they shouldn't have been funding. Right. And that's why it went as bad as it did. Well, yeah, it basically it it it, it went bad and everybody ran for cover. Yeah. That's what happened. Instead it, yeah. of admitting it and fixing the problem. Oh, right. Absolutely. A lot less people would have died if they would have been more upfront and honest about the origins of the virus because if that's the case then you would have stopped like that would have been, okay, let's stop everything. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But that does make me wonder why they didn't try to downplay it more. I Well, you, you, I think you're right. Early you're on, saying. they did try to downplay it. In fact, they knew this got out and was, was circling the globe in late 2019, mm -hmm. in the last quarter of 2019, and nobody was talking about it then. In fact, in, in late 2019, it was like, oh, it's not here. Yeah. Oh, and then even in early 2020, it was like, oh, no, it's not here. And when, and when Trump... And when I had it in December of, of 2019, mm -hmm. you know, it, it was, you know, oh, no, of course. It, when I was telling people, like, in March, um, that, no, I, yeah, I had that four months ago. You know, mm -hmm. everyone's like, no, no, you didn't have that. You had something else. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, look, I had the symptoms right down the thing, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it was like, nobody believed me. You know, no, you couldn't have it. It wasn't even here yet. And now it was another fucking thing they lied about and they knew it. Yeah. And they, you knew know, it. they fucking knew it. Yeah. They, they knew that they have lied bat, live bats there. Right. They knew that they were, they were, they were, they were doing this gain of function right. research, even though they try to call it something else. And blame the wet market. Yeah. Blame in the wet market instead yeah. and, you know, kill all the stuff in the wet market. Right. But all this stuff is all coming out now. It's not even funny. And nobody cares. Some people care, but the media as a, like the mainstream media as a whole oh, doesn't yeah. care. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. NPR is, you down. know why? Because the mainstream media probably gets, uh, I'm going to say 10 to 15% of their ad revenue from pharmaceutical companies and pharmaceutical companies are the ones that are benefiting big off this. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what, that's why you're never going to get a straight answer from the pharmaceuticals. It's also why they had the gene sequence or from down, the news. Yeah. But it's also why they had the gene sequencing down so quickly. Right. Like, I, Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, like in days. Yeah. China had it in 10 days, yeah. the complete gene sequence of the virus. That doesn't happen. And when and we unless, talked about unless that. Unless you knew about it beforehand. Exactly. And when we talked about that on the air, we said the same thing. There's no way in hell they did a complete gene se sequence on this thing in 10 days. Yeah. They had to know. In fact, they had it already. They just didn't release it for 10 days. Yeah. You know, or they, you know, they didn't publicly say that, that they did it. There's just no way in hell. And we said that at the time. And, you know, again, people I talk to, ah, you're crazy. You know, and that's the thing that pisses me off. You know, I've, I've actually made people uh, tell me now that I was right. <laughs> I've said, you tell me right now. Tell, tell, I'm going to say I told you so, and you're going to have to acknowledge it. And people have been like, yeah, I, I acknowledge it. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you have to. Right. 
Like everybody in the media that was so adamant <coughs> on the other side of the fence. Right. Should never be trusted again. Right. And that's the thing that pisses me off so bad is all those people saying, well, you've got to trust the scientists. It's like, look, I am not a scientist, but I have logic. I have reason. I can analyze data. And I know how basically the world works. And everything that I was seeing at the time, it didn't fucking add up. Uh-huh. You know, and it's like, oh, well, you have to believe everything Fauci says. because, You know, no, no, you don't. And the fact that you do, the fact that the vast majority of the people out there will just believe it because it was on TV is why we're so fucked up in this country and this planet. Yeah. It's why we're ruled. It's why we're governed and we're... We're governed by people who are not only no smarter than us, they have bad intentions. They're in it for themselves. They don't give a fuck about you. Mm -hmm. And that's, and you keep by, by just, just believing everything that, that is on TV because somebody important that, you know, they said so. And and not only that, my favorite celebrity retweeted it. Yeah. You know, you people deserve everything you get. Well, the thing about it is this. Not you people listening. Well, some of you people listening. Fuck you people listening that believe that. <laughs> I'm sure they're not believing that. Uh, probably not. If not, if they're listening. If they're still tuned in, they, they probably don't believe yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. You can listen, not listen, but you can he- listen to what Fauci is saying. Right. And then discern based off of his responses. Right. It, like, use him as a source of information, but... Take in what he's saying and think about it for yourself to determine whether he's full of shit or not. At this because point, anybody can tell if he's full of shit or not. Honestly, at this point, I would say that Fauci has zero credibility. Left. He should have zero. Yeah, in in my in my mind, he has zero credibility. I, I would not trust anything he, he said. Not only would I not trust anything that he says, but I've listened to enough to know now that I don't trust his re, his his judgment on what to do in the position that he's in. Like he should not be the head of an infectious disease or whatever. And, and just just for the record, we are not QAnon people here. We are not conspiratorialists. We do not think that this virus doesn't exist. We're nothing like that. We think this is a real virus that has killed people. But we do say that we've been lied to about the origin. We've been lied to about the timeline. We've been lied to about uh, the precautions we should or shouldn't take. Mm-hmm. And that's all absolutely now it's it's fully come na- come out we've been lied to and this is the most important thing we've been lied to about the financial interests of those telling us that mm-hmm. that is really the bottom line because what in underlying all this just beneath the surface you follow the money and it all leads back to the people pushing the narratives the hardest have a vested financial interest in you being very afraid of the virus yeah and you taking the vaccine and specifically why is because the one thing that fauci does is he's the one that controls the government money that goes into scientific research right he, so that means all these scientists that are that are taking his side on it right most of them get their funding from the government exactly pretty much every scientist out there is operating on a government grant mm-hmm. you know and or they have at some time or they will at some time in the future and it's it's the same reason that you have consensus on climate change and that consensus changes about every 20 years yeah you know it's it's the because government grants are dictated on political policy that is 100% the truth. If you do not align, if you are taking a true skeptical scientific approach to any topic that is a political hot button, it's a political issue, you will not get grant money. If you take the wrong side. If you take the wrong side of it. Yeah. And, and you know, scientists got to eat, man. And that's how they make their living. Yeah. You know, most of them. Some of them work for companies and they have, you know, whatever priorities the company has. But most of the, the scientists in academia are operating off government grants. Mm-hmm. You know? And unfortunately, the people that and, and unfortunately, the government is not as interested in unbiased research as they are agenda driven. Yeah, research. it's it's all agenda driven. It's and all it's, agenda and it's, driven. And, it's, and here's the thing. It's agenda driven by f- people like Fauci. And and some of them are for a good cause. And, and that's the thing. And, and like uh, it, the whole COVID thing it, it, it aligned in a very similar way to uh, to the whole climate change thing. Mm-hmm. A lot about climate change is manipulated data. It's it's. It, incorrect extrapolations it's models that have garbage in garbage out so they skew the models and things like that so you have a lot of really bad science but here's the thing the objective behind it 
is actually a noble one. So they're lying to you and they're they're terrifying you, but in their mind they're doing it for a good cause because it, honestly it's the noble lie. It, it's the noble lie exactly. So the 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 thing is is that yes, it's a great idea to go to renewable energy. It's a great idea to end our dependent on fossil limited fossil fuels. It's a great idea all across the board. It's going to result in less less waste, less pollution. Uh, you know, have infinite resources. All great, great, noble things we absolutely should be doing. But when you lie to people and terrify people, and you've got an entire generation of kids today that believe that in 30 or 40 years, the planet is going to be uninhabitable. Yeah. And they truly believe this. They're not having children because I've actually heard young people say, I don't want to bring children into a world, a planet that's doomed. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you've done. So the noble lie has unbelievable unintended consequences. Bad, bad, real bad. Yeah, and and so to this, we don't even know the full uh, consequences of of COVID. We have changed society in a way that we can't fully understand yet. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of unintended consequences that are already happening, by the way. And it was when it comes to depression and suicide rates and stuff like that. Right. That that is, and and here's the thing, it has nothing to do with the virus. It has everything to do with the government lockdowns. Yes. Yes. And the destruction well, of the economy. The government lockdowns, the destruction of the economy, and the constant media barrage of fear. Yeah. You know, making you afraid. And they're still trying to do it. Man, I, you know. Yeah. I walked the into a room with. now is the worst variant that there is. It's going to hurt the young people. Right, right. And and that's the other thing. You know, they're pushing, push. Yeah, we're going to have to have vaccines every six months now. Yeah. You know, because the, the pharmaceuticals need to keep that revenue stream going. Yeah. You I, know? I tell you what, I, I didn't take the shot before. I ain't taking the shot now. No. I don't give a fuck. I'm not taking the shot. Right. Yeah. Like you guys get fucking fucked up. Don't get me wrong. I'm not mad at people. I don't even think it's that big a deal. People that take the shot. I'm not mad at people that take the shot. If you want to take it, go ahead and take it. There may be reasons that you want to take it. I got no problem with it. I got zero trust left in anything these motherfuckers are doing. There is no way I want to be a party to any of the shit that they got going on. And is that. Is that necessarily a good way to think about it? No, not no, necessarily. probably not. Because here's the thing: the vaccine is probably pretty safe and pretty effective. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So the reality of the situation is, you know, there's a, a really, really high probability that if I were to go out and get the vaccine, I would be fine, and it would give me additional immunity. Even though I think I already have some immunity because yeah. I've had it, but it would give me additional immunity to COVID. But But because now they've lied to me so many times about it, and because I know that there's such a huge financial incentive for them to get everyone vaccinated, I don't trust it. And they rushed it through the FDA. You know, just like last week we talked about that Alzheimer's drugs that they rushed through. Why? Because there's $100 billion riding on Mm -hmm. it. You know, even though their entire, you know, 11-man panel had 10 no votes and uh, one abstained to to pass it to say we don't, this drug should not be on the market, they went ahead and pushed it through anyway because it's no longer, it's always about profit motive and it's always about, you know, something other than it appears to be. And that's what you have to, the, the whole secret in life is to getting to the the real motivations that people do things. Yeah. And if you can understand the real motivations for the the real reasons that people do the things that they do, you have a lot better it's a lot easier to predict the future. It's a lot easier to know what's going to happen next. Well, you can have you know? a much more discerning um viewpoint upon it to where you're a lot less able to be manipulated by what the media is doing to try to manipulate you. Right. But them and the politics. Yeah, it it makes it pretty, it makes the media manipulation pretty much ineffective. Well, and that's, here's the thing. And the government That was the one thing about Trump that I thought was more of an endearing quality was he was so fucking transparent in his manipulations. (laughs) Right. You saw, you so saw it coming. Like you're so like it, it, it was almost like it was obvious on purpose. But here's the problem with that is because then you, you, you took a little bit of a good thing and you turned it into a whole bunch of really stupid people saying, well, you know, the earth is flat. Yeah. You know, you know, they went so far down the rabbit hole that they went the absolute opposite direction. So you got on one side, the government, you know, uh, skewing the truth to their own benefit. And then you have these other people that just went so far. Well, if the government said the sky is blue, you know, it must be red. You know what I'm saying? They they just went completely insane down the stupid road. Yeah. And I think that's what Trump did. So, you know, if if we had had like a a small dose of Trump 
it might have been a good thing, but the fact that it got poured down our throat like a fire hose, yeah, you know that fucked was some shit up. Yeah, it fucked well, that's the other thing. So yeah. as, soon as, as soon as Trump says it's a lab leak, then the media goes in the opposite direction, almost exactly. instinctively. Exactly. Of like, well, it can't be a lab leak. Trump's there's no way. saying it's a lab leak is racist. Like, how the <laughs> fuck is that racist? Right. You fucking dumbass. Right. Yeah, the lab was called infectious fucking disease, man. <laughs> oh, and, and you probably didn't see this either. So John Stewart went on uh, Colbert's Tonight Show, okay, or whatever the late night show right. with Stephen yeah, Colbert, yeah. and John Stewart went on a fucking rampage about this, right? And he was saying like it's called infectious disease, right? What the f- like? It, of course, it came from the lab. It's anybody that has a fucking brain would say. It. And he's saying this on live TV right. with Colbert, who Colbert is like, you know, it's racist to have the thing. He's right. like, well, when you start working for this guy's campaign, and didn't say Trump, but said some other guy. Well, that's the thing. I I always I always respected John Stewart because I felt yes. like I felt like I, we may not have agreed politically, he but honest. he was always given an honest take. Whereas Colbert is, he's just a he's a he's hack. A he's a tool. He's a yeah. tool. But uh, I felt like John Stewart was always given. He was always being real. Yeah. You know, even when I totally disagreed with him, he was given his honest view. Yeah. I really wish that he was, I really wish that he was still on. Oh, I do too. But I think he did the same thing. He got to the point where he couldn't take it anymore and he just, you know. Yes. No, no, he absolutely did. I mean, he, he actually pulled out at the height of his career. Yeah. You know, said, I'm done. And then got the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. Which was really cool. I mean, uh, like it was nice. It's nice to see him sometimes. And, you know, just yeah. to, especially when he just goes off like that, because you're just like, he's right. He's uncontrollable. And, and, he's uncontrollable. And the thing that drives uh, me nuts is, is those of us, so many people saying, okay, so that wet market is literally a couple of blocks away from the infectious disease virology center where they're working on COVID. Okay. And it just so happened that simultaneously, you know, hey, this new variant oh, the of wet market that did it. Yeah, it had to be. And now we know, and of course, it was a bat in the wet market. Someone yeah. ate a bat in the wet market. Now we know that there were actual bats. Live fucking bats. <laughs> and you know, and, and at some point, remember at some point, it changed from, oh, no, it didn't come from a bat. And they never actually came out and said where it actually came from. Yeah. But it wasn't a bat anymore. And I wonder if that was about the same time that somebody realized, oh, shit, there's footage of bats here. Maybe it could have been again. It sounds a little conspiratorial, but it it fits the pattern. Well, and there's everything no tr- that we found so far, like the way Fauci is denied, 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 denied. Basically, when a truth came up, he denied it, and and then that became crazy talk. And you must be a Trumpster if you believe that. And that's the you thing. Know? Yeah, is that because and because Trump was such a polarizing figure. Even when he would say stuff that later on now has been proven to be completely right. Well, the blind know? squirrel with Trump, you know. Well, no, no, but yeah. that's it, though. But sometimes it's the obvious thing. If you're not controlled, then right. you're going to say the truth sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. And I think that that was part of it with with Trump is that, and don't get me and wrong. It, look, it's not even that big a leap of logic. It's not a leap of logic. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's just like, literally, that's Occam razors. Occam's razor. Yeah, yeah. That is, all things being equal, that is the simplest solution mm-hmm. right there. Oh, so this new virus came out, and uh, it happened to be a couple of blocks away from a virology lab that was working on this new virus. Hmm. No, nah, it couldn't possibly have been a leak. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. got to be from the wet market. Yeah, got to be. Got yeah, be. yeah. Because people all over. If you think it's from the virology lab, you're fucking racist. Oh yeah, man. absolutely. Yeah, you're a crazy conspiratorialist. And that know? was the. Here's the thing. It almost gives all the other conspiracy theories credibility. Because no, it doesn't. No, no. no in the mind of some people, <laughs> that's it does the that. problem. That's the problem, and that is, and again, it's team mentality. Yeah, it's, and that is the biggest problem with this country. Oh, well, if that conspiracy proved to be true, then all of them must. No, no. Ninety percent of the conspiracies you hear out there are complete and utter bullshit. Yeah. Ten of them. You know what I've always said? Half of all conspiracy theories are half true. And that is is how you should approach it. Yeah, you know, uh, but you know, because there's always got to be a seed of truth to it in order for it to no, actually. No, no, some of them are just <laughs> completely out there, like fucking Pluto, man. Well, you know, but, yeah, some of them are just completely ridiculous. Yeah, but if you, they, but they point to something real, and then it's it, it's getting to the conspiracy that's the crazy part. It would, yeah, yeah. That, that I, I'll give you that. It's yeah. the the underlying part, the part that it's built upon, may be true, but you know, they extrapolate the wrong thing out of it. The thing is, is you have two camps now mm-hmm. and you have the one camp that anyone who comes up with any conspiracy theory is crazy uh-huh. okay and you have the other camp that everything that the media says and the government says is a lie and, yep. and there's all these conspiracy theories are true the truth is not either of those the truth is take each one 
on a case-by-case basis, evaluate it for yourself, and make a determination. And so few people do that. I mean, they just... They either go down the rabbit hole or they they look at the hole in the ground and say it's not there. Yeah. You know? That, okay, go back to the earlier conversation real quick, though. That was the one thing that I felt the best about when going last weekend. Yeah. Is that I had conversations with people that were intelligent, that were smart, and that were discerning. Oh, yeah. And that, like, that was one of those things where I haven't had that in a long time. Because there's some other places I go to, I don't get to have those conversations with, with one or two people. Right. Everybody else, completely fucking crazy. And that's the thing. And that used to be the case in the Libertarian Party is, you know, you'd talk to 10 people and, you know, two or three of them were just, yeah, oh God, okay, buddy, I, I got to go, you know. That wasn't there anymore. Well, that's nice, actually. That was cra- it, that's, it was a yeah. little cray-cray. Yeah. I, maybe you just didn't hang out long enough. It's got to be still there. maybe, <laughs> but maybe. you know what? I think the Trump train going by pulled a lot of those people onto it. Yes, you know I think it. No, took, no, no, no. I think it. I think the Trump train actually took some of the crazies out of the Libertarian Party, which is great. I you think know? so. No, yeah. no, I think so. Yeah, I so. think some of the ones good for them. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I take it back. I'm going to go get involved in the Libertarian Party. In no, fact, I'm going to run for chair again. No, you're not. I, I'm don't do it. <laughs> no, Why not. do damage? They're already doing so good. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm kidding. I'm Thank joking. God. Thank yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to amuse myself here. Oh, well, it worked. But yeah. Because you were laughing. So, I mean. It I, you know been... what? I, I vented so much in this show. I, I feel a little better now. Like I, it took a good dump. I, huh? I feel like I just beat up an old man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I don't have to go uh, punch some elderly dude in the grocery store now. Yeah. Every time I hear that, every time I hear that, I think of my dad. Yeah. Do you remember <laughs> yeah, that story? Yeah. Tell that story oh, again. Tell, just I'll, as a beautiful one. All right. So, my I, we find out that my dad's dying. He's got like a week left to live. And so he's now at this point, he's in the hospice, but the doctors kind of fucked up the catheter. So they had to go back. We had to take him back to the hospital to go re-put the catheter in. So my dad's there and it's my dad, my mom, I think one of my sisters was there and we were kind of just there, you know, to be support yeah, for dad, right. especially because they're fucking with your penis and they're not even doing it in a good way. Right. Um, you know, because the end sucks. <laughs> yeah. Not the fun way of fucking with your penis. Yeah. It's a bad way. <laughs> yeah. It's totally the bad way of fucking with your penis. So. Another guy was an old man that was there that I guess got really drunk at a vet's club and ended up passed out in a vehicle. But he was an ornery ass fucking old man. Right? <laughs> right. He was just mean. And he was being mean to the nurses. And my dad is still cognizant. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's not he's not he's not loopy. And the drugs that they're giving him aren't aren't enough to really kind of bug him the fuck out. So he, this guy and my dad start arguing with each other. And they're yelling back and forth. I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to kick your ass. Blah, 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 blah. Now, meanwhile, neither one of them can move. Right. They're both laying in fucking hospital beds in the same fucking room with a with a with a sheet between them. Right. So you can't even they can't even see one another. <laughs> right. And they are just fucking going to work on each other. And I would get mad, but I was too busy laughing so much that I was afraid I was going to pee my pants. <laughs> yeah. It was that fucking funny. Like it was just one of those things where my dad is just giving this because he's giving the nurses shit, and my dad's not giving the nurses shit. Right. You know, my dad. He's just, you know, he's, he's, in a, well, he's got his family with him. It's his last, you know. Right. He knows he's dying soon. Right. So. Just talking shit. Just talking <laughs> shit. Two old men, you know, in the hospital bed that probably couldn't even stand up if they wanted to at that point. Oh, that'd be, yeah. the, funny, it'd be the funnest <laughs> fight you've ever seen. Yeah. It'd be great. It'd be fucking great. They ended up having to just fucking roll on top of each other. Right. They would, they, no, ain't no hands getting thrown here. Man. No. Hands no. ain't even getting pushed. You'd have to have other people grab those people and use their hands to fight each other. It wouldn't even be Put them fighting. both in wheelchairs and like wheel them up to each yeah. other. Like like rock 'em sock 'em robots or right. some shit. Yeah, I like it. That'd be fun. So But um oh, so the other thing I wanted to mention was so there's polls that are coming out now. Uh many Americans resuming pre virus activities. So Yeah, I'm actually seeing that a lot and I'm seeing the mood is better out there. Yes. And uh, yeah. I'm in a shitty mood and the rest of the world is happy. You know, well, fucking contrarian. contrarian. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but no, I've noticed that uh, people are in a better, better mood in general going out, uh, uh, going to, to various clients and, and seeing the people there working in, in different places. It seems like everybody is just in a better mood in general. Yeah. You know, morale. I would say morale in the country is up. Yes, in some ways it is. No, it, despite yeah. their best efforts, by the way, because they are making, they are trying. Oh, they're the still best trying to, to. Yeah, I think people are done though. I, I think they uh, people got pushed as far as they're going to go. I think they've checked out. A lot of them have yeah. checked out. Like they don't believe anything anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which uh, hopefully that's the trend. I mean, I, I think the next scare to come along, they're going to get scared all over again. But uh, maybe they'll get a little less so. It's like we said last week. It's like um, this whole. Uh, 
inflated, you know, uh, virus scare, this pandemic scare. Um, they were able to scare people more than I would have liked. I mean, my response would have been everybody like rationally discern the data on their own and said, ah, it's it's a threat, but it's a pretty mild threat. I can go on living my life fairly normally. Um, but they didn't push it as far as I feared it could have gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because they really, if, if people got a little more afraid, uh, they could have, you know, just gone full totalitarian on us and people would have accepted it yeah you know well, that's and the, they almost did i mean in the early days it was it was i mean shutting down businesses telling people you can't leave your house threatening to if you have if you remember like in april and may of last year there were places that were considering arresting people for leaving their houses there were people that did get arrested for opening their businesses mm -hmm. i mean that is and and we tend to like gloss over that now that we're coming out of it but that was i mean that's holy fuck stalinist you know mao gulag type shit oh yeah you know what i'm saying you're telling me i, I can't go outside of my house i'm on house arrest and i'll get arrested if i go outside mm -hmm. i can't open my business i'll get arrested for just doing what i've always done my normal daily activities i mean that's some serious shit that we kind of glossed over so it did almost get really really bad we were we were on the on the knife's edge of going down a full totalitarian road and you got to remember though the state you live in right was the freest of all of them right that i'm talking about what happened in florida i yeah. honestly i don't know all the details that oh. happened in some of the other places Look, they're just open up california now <laughs> Fuck California, man. I mean, just just fuck California. Like they're and fuck New York. York. Yeah, and Illinois. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, Illinois too. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't even want to put, be part of the same country with those states anymore. No, you know, the people that are in charge there are the worst people. They are the authoritarian psychopaths. Well, the people in charge of the whole country are, are well, as well. So yeah, I'd, I'd rather I, let's start the secessionist movement again. Yeah, moved out of the Conquer Republic. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Let's do it. Bring back the Conquer Republic. Uh, bring back the Conquer Conc Republic. I mean, uh, get your get your flags out, get your boats going. We're gonna we're gonna set up uh, a uh, blockade around Key West. Yeah, I love it. Oh, we should. I'm so sick. Uh, of yeah, these right. Yeah. So. All right. So I wanted to give some of the poll numbers though. Okay. Just twenty one percent are very or extremely worried about COVID nineteen about a COVID nineteen infection in their inner circle, the lowest level since the pandemic began, and only twenty five percent are highly concerned that the lifted restrictions will lead to additional people being infected in their community wow wow and see the the government's got to be looking at their polls and knowing that we can't pull it off anymore yeah, yeah. now still 34 percent of americans think restrictions in their area have been lifted too quickly while somewhat fewer 27 say that they were not lifted quickly enough about four in ten rate the pace of reopening about right okay give me those numbers again i want to i want to go through those yeah because they said them in a weird way yeah still 34% of Americans think restrictions in their areas have been lifted too quickly. All right. So let, I, let's stop there. So let's parse that. And that's a this is a very interesting thing about psychology. You have 20% of the people who think there's no threat to them or the people in their immediate family, mm -hmm. right? Or their immediate circle, they said. Yeah. But yet 34% still want the restrictions in place. So that tells me that it, it, people still have that mindset. Well, I'm good. But we need to have rules for those other people. Yes. You know, that's and that's the mindset that always fucks us. Here's the thing. What the problem is, is that people trust government and don't trust their fellow citizens. Yes. Without realizing. They don't even trust themselves in some cases. Without even realizing, though, that those other citizens, those other people are the ones making the rules. Right. Why would you trust them to make rules for everybody <laughs> right. if you're not going to trust them for the volunteer stuff? Right. Or voluntary yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, so go ahead and finish the numbers now. All right. So. Uh, somewhat fewer, 27% say they were not lifted quickly enough. Wow. Only 27, huh? Yeah. Now, 4 mm. in 10 rate the pace of reopening about right. Wow. So, a lot of work to do in that aspect. But Yeah, yeah. It's strange. It's strange the disconnect between how people see other people's lives versus their own life. You yeah. know, I tend to look out around me and say, you know, hey, well, this is my experience. It's probably fairly similar to other people's experience. And I realize that there may be different variables there. But, you know, for the most part, if I know X number of people and, and you know, 
of those, only a very, very, very tiny fraction have, you know, have had any problem whatsoever with COVID, then chances are, you know, that's probably a decent baseline. Now, in some places, it may be higher, some places may be lower, you know what I'm saying? But that's probably a relatively, uh, you know, decent aspect of society in general. Yeah. Um, And other people don't do that. They say, well, everything's great in my world, but man, we really need those rules for other people because if not, something bad's going to happen. And I just, I don't understand those that. Those are the people that are the most susceptible to what happens on TV. I think I think so. Because I think that's so. where they're hearing it from. Yeah, because they can't... That turns see, into their world. They can't see what's going on on TV and not turn it into their world. It, it, it's like the same thing with, you know, people... You talk to people say, oh, yeah, crime is out of control. Well, really? How is it in your town? Oh, well, it's nice in my town, but in other places, it's horrible. Well, yeah, there are some pockets where crime is high, but in general, crime is lower than it's ever been. Yeah. You know, and, I mean, and don't people wrong, don't. It's raised up somewhat since. Well, the, it has because of, yeah, because of COVID and everything like yeah. that, because of government's response to it, rather. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's like, folks, look outside. Look at your own world and say, you know, chances are that it's it's probably not too different from anyone else's world. But that's our first hour, folks. All right, hold on. No, we got one more thing. We're gonna have to go extra. We got to go in extra time. Oh, we got to go overtime. No, hang on. We got to go overtime. Are you sure you want to save it for the second hour? No, no, because the first story I want to leave in the first hour. All right, go ahead. All right. So, in last week's 100th episode, okay, we I sent it out in the tiny letter. Now, for those of you who don't know what this is. I have this account called Tiny Letter, and Tiny Letter is where you can send out emails to mass people. And so I have this 3,000 list of people that get my Tiny Letter. Now, right. I, don't, I don't use it very much at all. No. But I do Spammer. use it from time to time. Spammer. So I sent out the 100th episode in the Tiny Letter. Right. And I got responses. Okay. Now, I'm not going to give re- all the responses. You want to read a few of them? But I want to read one of them. Before uh, oh, we, you're only going to read one? I'm only going to okay. do one. But I wanted to. So this guy, uh, Schlosh Magoo at Yahoo.com. I have a feeling that's not his real name. Probably not. He wrote in response to the Trump comment that we made. Mm -hmm. Trump's dollar won't be fiat, but you two penis enthusiasts are too animous and demoralized to admit the currency can be restored. Restored. Suffer and groan. Your show. Your show sounds like middle school. Blessings. Twats. <laughs> Twats. That's the first part of it. Okay, hang on. Oh, there's more to it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. All so right. I responded back. Thank you for listening. I appreciate your content. We'll make sure to let the audience know what you think. And then he goes. I would expect nothing less. I popped in for the first time in 99 shows to see what you two were about, and it was Trump doing man-child banter and bashing Trump. Tired of low vibe, let me know which day you're going to air it, and I will humor your show again for another hovering, You uh, for another, uh, however long you give me rent-free on your program. Joshy boy. Okay. So now he's got a name. First of all, uh, I love this guy's turn of phrase. Yes. And I love the fact that he called us a, a twat. Yes. And I have to say, so far, you're my favorite listener. Yes. So I responded back, thank okay. you for giving me a name, right. because it just seemed a little creepy using your email address. Right. So Joshy Boy. Yes. Well, Joshy Boy, if you're listening. Oh, no, no. I got more. Oh, my God. Really? No, he wrote back again. He wrote back two more times. So hold on. Let me do it two more times. He goes, let the Antifa in your audience know my roommate is liberal and not to burn our house down or he'll can- or he'll cancel them for hate crimes. Not the arson or attempted murder. That's just peaceful assembly. This is all cute as banter, but if you do bring harm to me for calling you twats as you are, you'll probably feel like shit occasionally and your show won't be as cool as it seems to you now. Remember your thinners and constriction socks. You can do this. I'm nobody, remember? Question mark. Um, Now get out there and show everyone how ignorable I am and how little this means to you by putting it on your show ahead of regularly scheduled programming. There's nothing better than your programming, brother. I mean, I don't know what you're talking okay, about. I, 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 it ain't done yet. Hold on. I got to, I'm right, almost done. Uh, hurry he up. goes, you're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. And then he goes, <laughs> he goes, email came out when I was young. This is my first address. My mom asked me what I wanted my email to be. And I gave her the uh, retarded mess 20 years ago when I was dying of epilepsy. 
<laughs> that's it. That's it. All right. Uh, Joshy boy. First of all, thank you for listening. You are fucking awesome. <laughs> and I, I just want to tell you that we are going to come to your house at night and fuck with you. <laughs> I don't know where he I is. I don't know when, Hold I don't on. know where, but How we are going to find you. Boy? We're going to find you. <laughs> we're going to come and we're going to get you. Yeah. <laughs> Look, hold on. Let me start with the first thing. Trump's dollar won't be fiat. What the fuck are you paying attention to? What was he doing in Wait. the four years that made you have any idea that Trump's dollar won't be fiat? Well, he probably got one of those million dollar bills with Trump's picture on it. That's not fiat. Oh. <laughs> All right. I, we're, we're done. Actually, I saw you got some other uh, comments on there. Uh, I got a too. couple other ones that we'll yeah. go into in the second hour. Second hour. And if you'd like to, to hear those uh, comments, uh, join us at patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. That's patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage go there sign up uh, and you get a whole bunch of free swag including the anarchist guild coin we'll see you on the other side <laughs>